Hey, this is Megan Rapino, and I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Mahomes has the time, delivers, perfectly downfield, touchdown, Patrick Mahomes with a rope. This one out, touchdown! This time going deep for Beckham Jr. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Rotoviz Overtime on Rotoviz Radio, brought to you by Bet Online and the FFPC. My name is Colin Kelly. You can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland, and joined once again by Sean Siegel. Sean, we had a, a very interesting show earlier this week where we looked back at some of the, the rookie classes of the last five years and uh, looking forward to today's show as we look at some of the, the work that Dave Cabin has done on strength of schedule for the wide receiver position and trying to maybe gain an edge on picking up some of those best ball targets. Uh, the people mightn't be looking into so looking forward to diving into that on today's show um how are things at the moment sean uh, a little bit closer again to to the season but uh, lots of lots of exciting content coming out particularly on the road of his website definitely and dave has done a fantastic job with the strength of schedule app we have the new or the updated win the flex app up from Blair Andrews, that'll help you figure out just how those wide receiver and running back positions have scored both uh, 2019, a little bit different dynamic than what we have been seeing, but stretching back to 2015. The results from that will surprise you. Make sure you go and check that out. Every day now, we're seeing more and more on the site that transitions to redraft. I think once you're starting to get into that redraft time period, uh, the season starts to feel like it's not here but but we're getting closer dave has the range of outcomes app up so you can go and you can look at the individual veteran players see what players with their profiles have done historically you know high outcomes median outcomes low outcomes you get a sense for what range they may perform in this upcoming season we've got the ffpc redraft command center very close ready to go the projection machine will be updated within the week a lot of very exciting redraft developments and mentioning that ffpc uh, command center we have the best ball command center it's up and going and that leads us into our ffpc stat attack of the day i'm going to look at a couple of, of guys here what they did last year where they're currently sitting Last season, DJ Chark posted a 19.7% win rate with an FFPC best ball ADP of 285, obviously going very late there. Allen Robinson posted a 14.3% win rate at an ADP of 67. Today, they're being drafted at 66 and 42, respectively. So Robinson's still the more expensive player there. The question that I have for you and the question that we will look into a little bit more as we get into dave's work here can those guys create above average win rates again in 2020 
I think they can. I think their DJ Chark isn't going to, you know, come and surprise us quite like he he did last year. You know, kind of the, the stuff of legends to come from that far down uh, in terms of ADP and to to post like uh, such a win rate. Um, you know, across the board. Uh, the one thing that I would be taking out of it is, you know, Alan Robinson. I know he plays for the Bears, and I'm a Packers fan, but Robinson is one of my favorite. Uh, wide receivers in terms of both watching in the nfl and fantasy uh, since uh, since basically his rookie season where things started to pick up quickly obviously marquise lee was taken ahead of him but robinson throughout that kind of preseason and into the season things just started to snowball um obviously there was a lot of garbage time points put up with uh, blake bartles but it's a situation where he just doesn't seem to get, maybe maybe it's just me I, I think he should be uh you know ranked a lot higher drafted a lot higher in terms of where he goes i think obviously the quarterback situation is a major concern but um robinson is a player who i think consistently uh over delivers on his adp um and i think he'll do so again now will he post as high a, a one percentage um that's that's the thing that's going to be you know shown at the end of the season but i, I definitely think that at his current adp uh you know people might say chark you know it might be a one season thing maybe people are starting to worry is it gone too high for him in terms of his adp and his dynasty value which i've been kind of pumping up all off season but alan robinson's a player i think uh that people should be trying to target and people definitely in terms of basketball should be getting on their roster uh you know the quarterbacks in chicago will have their their off weeks maybe more so than not but i definitely think they can uh you know do enough over 16 games to to get alan robinson to be very productive and particularly in basketball uh, do you think robinson is somebody who gets a little bit overlooked uh, do you think maybe some of the shine has has worn off from his from his early years it's interesting because in 2018 he was one of those guys who uh looked just painfully slow and he was getting a lot of targets but the defensive backs were draped all over him uh very similar to i think what we're seeing now from alshon jeffrey 2019 looked a little bit better and i think that target volume really helped him he's certainly one of those guys in terms of using his body to box out and then you know those hands to actually make the catch even when he is covered one of the things that we've had happen here in chicago is that he hasn't had a lot of help and so i think it will be interesting to see what some of those other players do anthony miller may be a guy who is finally on the verge of a breakout if they have a little bit more firepower nick Foles has a few more options you may see that volume dip but at the same time be replaced with uh, some interesting efficiency developments there you may find that even if he's not targeted quite as heavily in terms of the team percentage that the overall targets can rise just because they can pass a little bit more if they actually move the ball if this offense can be more effective can get back a little bit to what it was in 2018 where it really seemed like they were developing before that big step back then i think there are a lot of there's a lot of exciting potential there in chicago i think i would still like the young guy in chark as having a potential secondary breakout i'm surprised those guys are going with as large a gap as there is between them a couple of rounds there uh but certainly we brought them up because they're going to factor a little bit into our next question here and that really goes to dave's great work with the strength of schedule rankings 
And as always, the FFPC Stat Attack brought to you by the FFPC themselves, and they are the home of the best fantasy football leagues and contests in the industry, obviously including Dynasty, Best Ball, and of course the world-famous FFPC main event. To learn more or to join the league today, head on over to myffpc.com. That's myffpc.com. And as always, check out the specifically designed Rotoviz tools for FFPC domination. So, Sean, looking at the strength of schedule, and I'm just going to jump back and uh, take take a little bit of heat off Alan Robinson. I, I will agree 100%. He, he almost looked like David Johnson in 2019 when we were back in 2018 with the, the speed he was getting, but uh, was coming back after uh, tearing his uh, uh, knee knee up in week one of the previous season. So I'm going to give him a bit of a pass for the, the, the speed that he had or the lack of it uh, in 2018. So as we look into Dave's article now, looking at the 2020 wide receiver strength of schedule, quite simply as Dave puts it, a simple way to find wide receiver targets in 2020 best ball leagues. Um, looking through the, the strength of schedule and how does the app ca- uh, calculate you know, opponent difficulty, it runs through a number of different scenarios. And um, Sean, I'll let you go ahead and, and break it down. So one of the great things that Dave's tool here does here is it's not just giving us the points that a defense allowed last year. It really adjusts for the schedule that those defenses would have also faced. Obviously, uh, certain teams are going to be facing a lot more offensive firepower uh, in one season than a different defense will. This adjusts for that. It also allows us to bring in some things like game script to where, you know, if a team like the Kansas City Chiefs is facing a lot of garbage time they're facing a lot of opponent passing plays uh, in situations where the opposing offense is going to be very aggressive due to that deficit you know we can pull in some of those types of things and so i really love this tool this has been one of the things that we've had uh, since the beginning of rotoviz with the fantasy douche having the buy low machine so you can use this tool both preseason. you can use it in season the uh, streaming app allows you to look at all the different positions and find some stretches of schedule that are perhaps favorable. And Dave has this article put together for you know best ball leagues. Obviously, we have a lot of best ball going right now. Uh, not too long until we'll start to head into the redraft season. And then I know these types of tools are extremely popular with the high stakes crowd and trying to find that little bit of an edge that can help you, you know, get those guys who might overperform their ADPs just a little bit. And Especially, I think, in this situation here, what Dave has shown us is that if there's perhaps a division within the NFL that's going to have a lot of projected shootouts where the defenses maybe are going to have a little bit of a difficulty keeping up, or just a division where because of who they go across and play in any given season is much more favorable, then you know we can really look to target those guys. And Colin Davis picked out a division for us to target this year. Yeah, he's picked out uh, the NFC North, so a division that, as a Packers fan, a lot of attention uh, gets put on just from a you know a game watching point of view, not even from a fantasy point of view. But they all link in and uh, go together um, quite well. So when he's looking through it and the the opportunity that he's showing, it's quite interesting that it's based on the one division. The actual uh, five of the the best teams to target in this are all out of the NFC North. The other team being uh, the Atlanta Falcons. So we might talk about those uh, in a little moment. But we have the the Packers we have the uh 
bears we have the vikings and the lions and when you break it down in 2019 wide receivers uh, from a fantasy perspective racked up points against the nfc north with minnesota ranking 30th detroit ranking 27th green bay ranking 22nd and the bears ranking 19th so these are you know looking at this quite clearly teams to target based on how things worked out last season and it's going to be interesting uh, this season now in terms of facing that division obviously the players and that division are going to be facing off against each other and looking at how things shook out last year um you know i mentioned alan robinson a moment ago he's a player you could be targeting here somebody like anthony miller who i know sean you've brought up on a number of different uh, podcasts uh, just briefly but we haven't really elaborated on it but he is kind of the clear number two option uh, in that uh, set, uh, offense at the wide receiver position and very interesting candidate you know coming off the board at wide receiver 55 so especially if you're looking at best ball leagues you want to be looking at those players who maybe aren't going at the, the highest cost but could provide huge upside and maybe it's only a, you know five six weeks out of the the entire season but somebody like anthony miller who we have seen have some big games in his career could really take a, a leap forward here and if we can get some uh quarterback play that could be consistent we could have uh, both these wide receivers being very very productive looking at the packers then we all know about Devontae adams so he's gonna be the top tier uh looking that way but we're we're kind of and as a packers fan too i want this happen but we're dreaming off that uh second wide receiver even if you look back the years there was that third possible option to give you fantasy goodness um with the packers so you have players like funches lazard uh, valdez scantling and obviously stefan diggs is now with the buffalo bills so Thielen, it's gonna be very hard to see him not getting you know at least triple digit uh, targets this season um you know i think that's you know pretty pretty uh not not a bold take at all and if you look at games without Stefan Diggs since 2017 Thielen has drawn nearly 11 targets per game so a couple of interesting guys there to you know look look through um I think they're all all very interesting but I know one that that you you think could be quite interesting only really from a basketball format is Marvin Jones so I'll let you take the floor with Marvin Jones well jones certainly somebody who I think can be difficult to play in redraft certainly we have concerns for him in dynasty from a best ball perspective with what the detroit offense did last year with the way matthew stafford played dave talks in the piece here about the big gaps between stafford and other quarterbacks for the lions and marvin jones one of those guys who will put up wide receiver one numbers in individual games you know we got even the 43 point game last year in 2019 Looking at a few of these other guys as well, uh, you, you mentioned Adam Thielen. He's got a little bit of risk as a bounce-back player there. A lot of our bounce-back uh, historical data doesn't necessarily suggest that he's a great risk. And uh, again, perhaps one of those guys where in Dynasty you should still be a seller. But for the reasons you pointed out, for 2020, he's one of those guys with immense upside. I also think that this gives us a little bit of a reason to maybe reach out there and pick a Justin Jefferson. I know that Blair Andrews has been extremely high on him from a longer term perspective, but we look at what some of those wide receivers can do. You know, we think about an AJ Brown from last season, how they can really help down the stretch. Uh, Minnesota has a fantastic schedule for the fantasy playoffs. Again, if you're looking specifically for best ball, obviously it's the full season that matters, but this is something where we might want to add him late to our redraft teams you also mentioned a couple of the teams that slide in here the atlanta falcons 
anytime that they have a good schedule and being there in the NFC South uh, with some of those shootout games, their own dome, you know, what the Saints do, certainly what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are likely to do. Uh, it's just another great season to draft Julio Jones like it always is. And then now I think we have even a little bit more reason to make sure we get Calvin Ridley. We've had a lot of cool articles on Ridley on the site. He's a little bit of a controversial player. I would urge listeners to go check some of those out. I think Ridley's going to have some massive games. But then also, Colm, we mentioned DJ Chark in the intro, in the stat attack, because Jacksonville comes out just outside of this top range, has a very, very high score as well they've got great matchups in weeks 15 and 16 so we have chark there as someone that we obviously always really like but also picks out here in dave's analysis Colin, i was going to ask you really quick before we go in and talk about some cool pieces from neil how about these teams at the very bottom we have the baltimore ravens with the worst schedule we know their offense is going to be explosive regardless nfl defenses are simply not going to be able to stop him but is this a little bit of a concern for marquise brown or especially then still in best ball leagues not that big a deal in best ball leagues probably not that big a deal but in terms of the price you're going to pay for him like i think marquise brown's gonna be one of those players who's very hard on a week-to-week basis to start and uh you know your standard leagues like a, a dynasty league or a, a redraft league i think he's you know it's, it's kind of cliche but i think he's probably going to fall into somebody like a, a deshaun jackson who has those monster weeks the next week could be zero or maybe even a will fuller where the consistency is not going to be there uh, from week to week but when we've seen those players like jackson like fuller those are teams that are you know high you know passing offenses and the majority of the time i know from time to time the texans don't pass it as much as we would like but uh, th- that's kind of what i'm i'm thinking is going to happen there i think somebody like andrews is going to be quite safe because he's going to be you know getting those short intermediate targets going to be able to put up those ppr points so not as concerned about him but have concerns about uh marquise brown uh, had them before seeing this information but you know it kind of uh, reinforces that a little bit a team that's in it as well down near the bottom is the miami dolphins uh we have the rams as well um falling into or sorry the the raiders still getting used to the the lvr for the las vegas raiders uh, down at that point as well the team you know there, there's a couple of teams here sean that give me a bit of pause that uh, i'm quite excited to see what happens this season but for the wide receivers that i'm excited about maybe it gives me a little bit of pause and that would be uh, the dallas cowboys and the denver broncos now the denver broncos are coming in at fourth in this list the cowboys coming in just slightly above but still in that bottom third both of those teams with rookie wide receivers with established veteran wide receivers that i'm excited about a number of those guys um is, is this here putting a little bit of pause to maybe some off those expectations another team that's in there with a, a hopeful bounce back candidate in juju smith schuster's the pittsburgh steelers uh, a little bit more concerned about those wide receivers uh, based on this certainly when you're looking at a jerry judy when you're looking at a cd lamb you know that they have a little bit of a tricky road ahead of them not only because this is going to be an unusual offseason rookies might have a little bit more difficulty uh, getting established into their offenses uh, creating that continuity with their quarterbacks then you look at this if there's a little bit more difficult schedule that puts one more hurdle in place at the same time i think both of these teams now are in positions where it'll be interesting to see how defenses play them what defenses can do maybe more second half of 2020 or even 2021 but these defenses now have a lot that they're going to have to handle with the 
you know, three receiver in some cases maybe even a great uh tight end with the broncos there they have a couple of super athletic options that they can play at the tight end position now so perhaps this is what they need to be able to beat the defensive attention to have two three four wide receivers who can go out there and have that big game on any given day so uh, certainly we'd love to see the extremely easy schedule for our guys there but i think i'm still optimistic and just excited to see what these teams do with the young players before we get into the second half of the show i want to let you know about our buddies over at bet online there's no shortage of action going on with our exclusive betting partner you can find them at betonline.ag nascar is back and bet online has hundreds of other games events and other sports to get in on the action you can still bet on simulated nfl nba and ufc events 24 7 or you can participate in the ten thousand dollar madden bracket challenge a march madness style nfl simulation tournament you can enter for for free and live right now on bet online's youtube channel you can find an exclusive interview with ex-chicago bulls ron harper horace grant bill cartwright and craig hodges as they discuss the michael jordan documentary and what they're calling the final dance visit betonline.ag right now and use the promo code bluewire to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action bet online your online wagering solution I want to highlight now just uh, two pieces over the last week from uh, Neil Dutton. Uh, Neil obviously is somebody who does phenomenal work um, for for a long, long time. Not just not just in the recent uh, memory, but Neil has uh, looked at a couple of players who maybe we shouldn't be forgetting about in twenty twenty. He's talked about not forgetting about Chris Herndon uh, in twenty twenty. Obviously, the the tight end for the New York Jets uh, missed the majority of last season, uh, and then five noticeable fallers and high stakes league since the nfl draft now three players that picked out for me have been interesting were uh herndon uh john ross is in there as well and royce freeman um out of these guys obviously um one article dedicated just herndon and then the other one um to the five guys is there any in particular that you're interested uh even with their maybe fallen adp is to to jump aboard on uh, in 2020 well neil was all over this when the news came out that the jets are really excited about herndon for 2020 and when you look at some of the things that he did back in 2018, it's easy to see why that would be the case. You Again, you pull up the similarity feature there at the road of his screener, and you find Noah Fant, Dwayne Allen, Jordan Reed, Zach Ertz as the four uh, recent rookies who are most similar. Now, uh, Allen maybe didn't go on to the kind of career that we had hoped. Jordan Reed, some problems there with injuries. Fant, still someone where the jury is out. But even with those caveats, this is an exciting group. And Zach Ertz obviously has emerged as a superstar. You also go back and look at what Herndon did when he was active back in 2018. Posted five tight end one performances in 11 active games during that stretch. Uh, That's certainly nothing to sneeze at. I know he has been one of your favorites Uh, with this news here. And the jump that he's going to see in ADP. Colin, were you able to load up early? Are you still drafting him with this little bit of a bump? I would still be drafting him. The The tight end position is, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a little bit in flux. There's a, a gap there after the first maybe five, six guys that, 
there's a, a lot of ways you could go. Um, I definitely think that it's still very, very, um, you know, intriguing. You mentioned the season two years ago. Um, you know, that was his rookie year, and I've talked a lot of times about you know rookie tight ends and things not developing as quickly. Whereas you've talked about those guys who break out early, go on to uh, really good success in the NFL. Um, and he, you know, a lot of strong points across the board in 2018. Um, you know really for a rookie um most of them in the top 20 across the board at the position um and then in terms of like touchdowns was ninth uh, air yards was 12th and so there's lots of different things that was really at the top end of that um and finishing as you mentioned 45 percent of the time as a tight end one so i think that we could be looking at that now this time last year the problem was he was heading into the season i believe it was a four game suspension then the game that he came back ended up with the injury so a lot of kind of uh, value across the board for him in drafts last year but if you look at even the times that um, he has the opportunity to play with sam darnold in terms of the you know per attempt adjusted yards per attempt he, he leads the way you know you have guys like robbie anderson who we would think of as you know possibly a more downfield target you know hendron uh, is at 10.55 yards and then we have that's on, on 40 targets whereas robbie anderson has at 162 targets but at 8.04 um then you know across across the rest of them it, it tapers off but Herndon leading the way on those uh, targets you know in terms of adjusted yards so I, I think there's a lot of appeal and you know we look at ryan griffin last season he finishes tight end uh, one four times in seven weeks and you know no offense to Ryan Griffin, but uh, I think there's a lot more uh, upside um, for uh, Herndon, and I think we're going to see that happen in 2020. So take take the opportunity and and still keep drafting him, even as that value as the value rises. Uh, and the second piece is there is there any guys in there, Sean? Um, you know, John Ross came on quite strong last season. Um, had a few had a few nice games. Um, is he somebody who interests you, um, or is there anyone else in that in that second piece of interest? Well, I think, Ross, when you're looking at an ADP in FFPC best ball that's now outside the top 275, then, uh, and that's basically a free pick for you there. The situation, how they're going to deploy those receivers, when they're talking about A.J. Green, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd perhaps being the top three, I still think there's a role for Ross. And certainly in best ball, that's where you're going to have the best opportunity to really pull that out. In order for him to not have value, they would need to have those other three guys to stay healthy and the offense move away from him so completely that he doesn't have a chance to make some of those long plays that he made early in the season last year. He really looks like a guy where if you can buy him now, essentially at these prices that are on the verge of being free, I think that you want to do it. Now, the best ball pick... Again, there's a reason to do that because that's where you won't have to figure out how to get him in your starting lineup, certainly with Dynasty, with the chance that he would then move to a different team. And again, it's not someone you're going to go out and pay a lot for, but if you can get him as a throw-in, still a very interesting guy with that speed if he can get to a team that can make a little bit better use of it. Either player that is a little bit interesting here that uh, Neil pulls out for FFPC, best ball followers, Cole Komet, uh, this is a situation where even with the tight end premium, you have a rookie tight end who perhaps is going to be behind Jimmy Graham, maybe even not playing exactly the same role, but behind him for targets in an offense that's not going to be that high powered. 
part of the slide here too is simply that he wasn't going that early to start with because people didn't know where he was going to land in the draft he is a rookie all of those considerations but i think when we're looking at the possibility for a very very inexpensive play and for the second half of the 2020 season again at this position that can be difficult to fill commit now has a lot of very positive traits and if this offense does pick up he might be one of those guys who emerges over the second half so certainly a name to keep in mind both of these players uh, not necessarily guys in best ball for 2020 that you're going to go out and make sure you have on every roster but their prices now make them somewhat appealing yeah definitely and as i mentioned those two pieces from neil dutton uh, you can check them both out over on the website and when you're over there you can always uh, sign up if you want to sign up you can get yourself a 10 percent discount as a loyal podcast listener all you have to do is apply the code 2020 rv radio at checkout while buying the subscription or you can go to rotoviz.com forward slash podcast for further information uh, on all those details but you know no better time than right now to, to jump aboard get yourself a subscription um, and to get ready for the 2020 season but that's going to do it for today's edition of the show if you haven't checked out the show from earlier in the week uh come out on tuesday be sure and head back and check that one out lots of good stuff talked about we re look back at the last five years of rookie drafts on that one so do head over check that out if you haven't already my name is colin kelly you can follow me on twitter at overtime ireland and i'm joined again as always by sean siegel uh, make sure you're checking out the fantastic work sean has up on the website until we're back next week with another two shows have a good one Thank you for listening to Overtime on Road of His Radio. Please rate and review the Road of His Radio podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. You can contact us via email at roadofhisradio at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Road of His Radio. And remember, you can always support the pod by subscribing to Road of His with a 30% discount through the Road of His Radio homepage, roadofhis.com forward slash podcast. <laughs>